Welcome to Melster Radio, Volume 2, Episode 6, The Guitars That Ruled My Mind. There were many. Hell, I was just thinking I ought to stop by and say hi and stuff. I'm sorry. I was having so much fun with the track list this week that I forgot to write an intro. Man, I love deadlines. Anyway, this is only a partial list of my favorite guitar gods. Those six and twelve string wonder boys who stole my heart with all their noise. But I think I got my rabid long-term favorites included here. Though I could do this all day long and find 50 more guys and probably about 100 more tracks. Meanwhile, what did we hear? Goodness, there was a lot. We started out with Jeff Beck from Eric Clapton's Crossroads Festival in 2007 with Tal Wilkenfeld on bass and the amazing Vinnie Colaiuta on the drums. We also heard from Hendrix. Who knew that Jimi Hendrix would strike a blueprint for all that speed and thrash and punk guitar that came later from Guys like Hillel from the Chili Peppers and Johnny Ramone and Dimebag and Carrie King. Except they just played faster, that's all. That's all. Well, he didn't always play fast, but he played a lot. He also heard Frank Zappa from One Size Fits All and my favorite instrumental, and I know that's a tall order because there's a lot of those, uh, Rat Tamago from Shake Your Booty. That little bit there you heard was the unedited version. So there you go. You also heard from Bowie, Queen Bitch with Mick Ronson. We also heard from Earl Slick, who here is playing with Terry Bozio. Uh, it was on a solo record he did in the early 90s called In Your Face. The song was called Howard Hughes. Man, that guy can play anything. And he, he's probably played with everybody. Before lockdown, he was turning up in the UK regularly, playing around town with Glenn Matlock. That's something I wish I'd bring to the US, but I'm holding out little hope for that. Even if COVID goes away, there's still that post-Brexit world for musicians to contend with. So I ain't holding my breath. We also heard from Robert Fripp and Andy Summers from a record they did called I Advanced Masked in 1982. Something that 
some YouTube commenter called it the flight of the bumble frip. <laughs> and we wrap that up with Steve Vai. Steve Vai, also an, a Zappa guy. He was playing his 60th birthday challenge to himself. That was called Candle Power, and I think it's only on YouTube. I'm sure it'll turn up somewhere else later. Man, I can't believe that guy's 60. Holy shit, I'm 60. <laughs> Damn, well, I'm not 60 yet, but I'm close. Ah, so that covers most of the virtuosos. Though I hasten to add, while he's not here this week, I did not forget about Eddie Van Halen. I just ran out of time. And he was on The Loud Show, and I can't top that track anyway until the 20-minute version of Intruder Sees the Light of Day from Warners. So, coming up next, The Beatle Without a Beatle Song. Yes, George Harrison. Not playing the Beatles and not playing solo. I know. He did other things. But why am I picking something from that super group he had with Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, Jeff Lynne, and Roy Orbison? Because he really cuts loose in that band like nowhere else, especially on this song, which is my favorite. As the late, great Nelson Wilberry, here's the quiet beetle with my baby.
Traveling Wilburys started things off. We also heard from Queen, Tie Your Mother Down from Day at the Races, and the March of the Black Queen from Queen 2. So we heard from Queen, we heard from Cheap Trick, and we heard from The Damned. That seems to be the intersection where a lot of people went glam and then punked their way through the rest of the 80s. Um, I, I kind of did that myself. I've been reliving Trickfest 2 this weekend on my own little timeline. Uh, 23 years ago this weekend, I got on a plane and flew to Chicago in the dead of winter that I might attend the special fan event held by Cheap Trick, who rented out the entire Marriott Hotel Star Plaza Amphitheater Complex in northern Indiana and, and invited about 500 of their closest friends that was great best time i ever had in any rock and roll thing hands down that was one for the ages i'll share that over to the music page on the book of face all about my favorite band in the meantime we heard do you believe me from bun e's basement tapes volume four the cheese town edition which only means it was recorded somewhere in Wisconsin in 1976. And that was a tune which turned up way, way later on 2016's Bang Zoom Crazy Hello. We also heard Can't Hold On, which was on the Record Store Day release Live at the Whiskey 1977. That one showed up only a few years after that recording. It was on the Found All the Parts EP. It's probably the bluesiest thing I've ever heard them do. Love it. And we wrapped it all up with the damned Ignite from Strawberries from the Live in Margate 2016 release. God, I love Captain Sensible with all my heart. I hope he never grows up. 
<laughs> He's just perfect, no matter how old he gets. I was over the moon that I finally got to see The Damned. Uh, that entry said The Damned live, and it was on my bucket list for like 40 years. It was so nice to finally scratch that off. Love it. Oh, well, enough of me. Finally, I'm leaving you with a guy who's playing I often took for granted until his untimely death in 2016, a mere months after David Bowie passed, which just finished crushing what was left of my soul. Fortunately, Prince managed to get most of America to notice just exactly how much he shredded when he tore up that Super Bowl stage, that halftime show in 2007. Man, that show was magic. Not even Paul McCartney could steal that stage back. <laughs> You'll also hear more Pixies because I could play the Pixies all day and all night and for the rest of my life and play them on every show. I might even try that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I can work them in. Joey Santiago first caught my attention in 1988 with that ode to Tony on Surfer Rosa, and he's been scronking it up ever since and, and still at it. Last but not least, I've heard this guy play Jethro Tall. I'm telling you, he's good, because that shit isn't easy to do. Wrapping things up with our very own local guitar god, still bringing it after a quite fascinating 40-some-odd-year career. Here's the guy you all know as Fred Fallon. I have recordings of the late, great Crush band of Daytona Beach covering Zeppelin. So, you know. I haven't said it in two episodes, and it's time. Just turn it up and stand back. See you next time. Thanks for listening.
Superhero.